You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents... Okay, yep. The DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Welcome back. The Lineup Block Show, brought to you by DailyRoto.com, Tony Sincata, and guess what? In Canada, the weather's whipping around. There's tornadoes in the area. We've lost Gabe Morency. We've lost Cam Stewart. But I got a feeling they're okay. Because how could anything happen to these two guys? Gabe's been in every situation in the world. Gabe, are you with us? Yeah, you know what, Tony? I'm like MacGyver, man. And you know, when when something goes wrong, we got we got to figure we got to figure stuff out in a hurry. So yeah, we apologize. Listen, we haven't had any issues actually for for the past month or so. Uh, but yeah, we switched to Skype uh, right now. So now we're kicking it uh, on Skype. Uh, we're doing the best on the fly. Like I said, we're like MacGyver. But yeah, there's no situation we haven't been in, uh, Tony, before. But we're ready to rock, man. DFS bets, bets. Let's get it. Yeah, of course, we got Major League Baseball happening tonight. We had a bunch of games uh, in a day, and we got some go- games going on. But tonight, we got a full slate of games, and uh, we'll be able to make some money. And of course, we got two top pitchers tonight Clayton Kershaw and Justin Verlander. Feels like uh, the pitching tonight, Tony, on DraftKings, very, very expensive. A little bit overpriced. Maybe we can find a little bit, a bit of value down, down the line with some guys. That's the area I think is a bit overpriced. You agree? Yeah, so what I had to do is I had to go and I took, uh, I played a main slate, which is uh, nine games tonight, and I played the late slate, which is the last four games. And what I did for the pitching is I picked one stud. So I took Justin Verlander in the main slate, and then I went down to Garrett Richards at $6,500. Cleveland's a decent opponent, but Garrett Richards is a decent pitcher uh, who came back off an arm injury a year and a half ago. And I think he has some upside, and that price is too low. I think at 6500 I have the ability to get 15, 16 fantasy points and then pair him with Verlander. Baltimore, Baltimore has a ton of strikeouts in that lineup. You know, pitcher I'm taking a look at tonight, guys, is Jay Happ. Good call. Jay Happ, $7,900 in the Toronto Blue Jays uh, this evening. Uh, Blue Jays suddenly riding a three-game win streak, uh, playing tonight against the White Sox. They're minus 200 favorites. I think Happ deserved a little bit better um, than what the box score showed against the New York Yankees after the opener. Granderson dropped a routine fly ball to open up the baseball game. Stanton planted it into the the upper deck a couple of at-bats later. You know, he was dealing with the Yankees to line up. The White Sox strike out. I think Hap is in line for a victory tonight. And like I said, he actually pitched pretty well against the New York Yankees, sure uh, Tony. It just didn't uh, didn't fall into place for him. There was no offense. I think the Jays' bat's going to come alive a little bit this evening as well. I think Jay Hap's worth a look at $7,900 tonight. Now, I, I don't usually pick uh, J.A. Hap because he doesn't uh, strike anybody out. But in tonight, he's playing the he White Sox. And as good as the – yeah, against – yeah, but this White Sox team is one of the top teams in strikeouts in the league. So you'll yeah. get strikeouts uh, just by going against the White Sox. Uh, so I think Hap is one of those guys who certainly worthy of consideration. What about Verlander, Tony? Expensive, 11600 but very, very good in his opening start. He looked like the Justin Verlander from the playoffs. Very, very expensive, but if you want to build your uh, lineup with a stud, also going against Mr. Wright, Mike Wright of Baltimore tonight. Uh, that guy could be a yeah. gas can. Maybe a good spot for Houston again. 
Yeah, it's another game. I was telling us last night that we you know, we've been printing up money with the Houston Astros, giving the run and a half. And tonight, last night was the first night we had to do it at home, so you had the one less at bat. But I still went that way. Now you're going to do it, and he probably lost. I haven't seen the Astros lineup yet. He probably lost Carlos Correa tonight, so you're taking a bat out of that lineup. And I'm still going to go, and I'm going to give the run and a half, and I'm going to use Verlander tonight in um, daily fantasy. You know, we were talking. Not enough, actually, but you brought up uh, Gabe Kapler. Remember yesterday, Tony, we were talking about how many freaking pitchers yes. he's man. So he used 21 pitchers in 28 innings, and, you know, it's sort of a debacle, and Major League Baseball's pissed, and they said, you know, you, 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 know, you got you to get your act together. But last night during the Blue Jay-White Sox game, I saw something that I've never freaking seen before, man. I've been watching baseball a long time. So... And, you know, the Buck Martinez and Pat Tabler are the Toronto Blue Jays crew. These guys are so, you know, white milk vanilla. They don't even, like, tell you what's happening. They're like, oh, Josh Donaldson just said something into the dugout. Um, so I don't know if you saw this, Tony, but one of the, the bench coaches of the White Sox was blowing a whistle when Josh Donaldson was at plate. So when Josh Donaldson would swing the bat, he would blow a whistle. Like as a distraction. Now, I, you know, if you did this in 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 T-ball, you know, like little league, that's a suspension. Someone's going to hit you over the head with a baseball bat. So yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, how, I don't you understand. Umpire didn't do anything. So Josh Donaldson like grounded out once, and he looked over and said something about the whistle. The next at bat, they're blowing the damn whistle again. He hits a home run. He gets the home plate, and he goes, F you, and he does a bunch of, like, whistles at them and stuff. I don't understand how the freaking umpire doesn't tell the White Sox, hey, hey, jerk-offs, you're not allowed blowing a whistle. Like, what kind of garbage is that? Well, I, I, I'm going to have to take it one step further, though. Why did the Blue Jays allow this to happen? Why didn't people go over there and, well, and take it up with Gibbons them? Well, because is too lazy to get off of his ass. <laughs> yeah, good point. I mean, like, I mean, where, where I mean that's... Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I brought that up. You know, the Yankees, Yankees, Blue Jays opening series. There's Aaron Boone, hands on the rail, yeah. you know, pointing, engaged in every pitch. John Gibbons is like fighting to stay awake, like two games into the season. He's just lazy. Like you said, I don't understand. Like how, how, good call. Like how the hell does the Blue Jays manager not go to the up and go, hey, the White Sox are blowing a whistle. Yeah. And if the ump didn't do anything about it, I wouldn't have stopped there. I would have went over to the dugout and challenged the, uh, the White Sox manager and draw some attention to it. I'll tell you what, though. Josh Donaldson freaking owns these guys and he crushed last night his numbers are sick against the white Sox. and you talked about it earlier tony but you know uh, i don't i don't know how much you put stock in a guy's numbers against a, a pitcher a previous form uh, or even uh, against the team as a whole but the fact is donaldson's just been killing these guys and he has been for a couple of years uh, right now it doesn't matter uh, who it is i just i don't understand well. For the life of me, they, how they don't the have any. I don't understand how they're able to get away with this crap, though. Yeah, I don't either. I, I, that's one of the most insane things there. And, and 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 to top things off, you know, 
uh, about Donaldson's dominance against the White Sox. They, it's not like exactly they've had the greatest pitching staff I've ever, I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> he actually comes into the game tonight against Miguel Gonzalez. He's had 15 plate appearances. He's 4 for 15 lifetime, which is uh, 333. He has three RBIs, three walks, and two Ks against Miguel Gonzalez. Playing third base tonight, too. So he's not DHing. Yeah, I, I seen Miguel, that in the one. Yeah, Miguel Gonzalez is a gas can. He's awful, man. Like I, I think you're going to put some Jays in your lineup tonight. He sucks. I'll tell you what, uh, Miguel Gonzalez you know, struggled during exhibition uh, play. Five four zero earned run average, one point zero uh, WHIP in four appearances. Yeah, Donaldson four for twelve with three RBIs against Gonzalez. Um, he's got a good record against the Jays, though. Yeah, yeah they're only actually hitting one. They're only hitting. It's only seventy-two at bats, so let's not get carried away. But he's. They're only hitting one forty-three against Miguel Gonzalez. There's a couple cheap Blue Jays that I like tonight. Uh, Salate's hitting fourth, and he's only twenty-nine hundred bucks uh, in that game. So he's hitting fourth. Yeah, and he's he's hitting leadoff tonight, and he's three thousand bucks. So I like those two guys tonight. Galarte. So I guess Kendry Morales will be in tonight as as DH. Yes, if, uh, he is. If Donaldson's yep. playing third base. Yeah, and you could give a little love to Justin Smoke if you'd like tonight too at thirty seven hundred dollars. All right. What do you, what's your take on Cole Hamels tonight? Uh, I'm not a I'm not in love with Mr. Cole Hamels. He is not the pitcher he once was, and we look at tonight's uh, uh, tonight's action. Um, I had even no consideration for Cole Hamels, the left-handed one stud against Oakland. Oakland's one of those teams that feast of famine. They can go deep. It's it's a good pitcher's ballpark, so I see people going there. But he's let up too many long balls, uh, Cole Hamels. I am not going to take him uh, in this game. This uh, is a better matchup. The better matchup for him, though, than it was against the Houston Astros opening up. That was that wasn't a great. Uh... Uh, that wasn't a great, uh, great matchup for him, and he did strike out seven. Tony, I think Hamels gets it done tonight. I think Texas is a sneaky bet tonight as well. I think I think you could bet Texas to win because I'm not a Kendall Graveman fan, uh, but I think there'll be some runs scored in this game. Uh, you look at it, the Oakland A's um, last year, they struck out 24% uh, on the season when you take that number and you look at it. And it's basically the same team. There's not much of a difference uh, there. Some of those guys, young guys maybe have gotten a little better, uh, but not much had changed in the offseason. Against left-handed pitching, um, if you look at just the left-handed numbers, they struck out 24% as well. So lefty and righties, they both were equally ineffective. Weighted on base average 305, which is one of the lowest in the league. All right, Tony, I put together a lineup. I threw it together earlier. I'm riding some hot hands uh, right now, including Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson is in my lineup uh, this evening, but I got Jay Happ, Cole Hamels, Yasmani Grandal. Uh, great start to the season for Grandal. Edwin and Carcion, Cesar Hernandez uh, tonight against uh, Matt Harvey. Cesar Hernandez, Josh Donaldson, uh, Paul DeJong's been freaking killing it. He's on fire. Yeah, Paul DeJong's been killing it. Curtis Granderson, very cheap uh, tonight at uh, $3,000. Bryce Harper and George Springer. That's my uh, that's my lineup, Tony. Cole Hamels, Jay Happ, Yasmani Grandal, Edwin Encarcion, Cesar Hernandez, Josh Donaldson, Paul DeJong, Curtis Granderson, Bryce Harper, George Springer.
I'm going with uh, Mr. Justin Verlander, 11,600. Like I said, Baltimore's loaded with strikeouts there. I mean, hell, if Chris Davis gets up four times, we can knock four Ks away right there. Garrett Richards, 6,500 bucks. Going with Brian McCann against uh, in this matchup. When you look at the uh, Orioles tonight and their starting pitcher, uh, we've talked about a couple ineffective guys. Michael Wright Jr. is the cheapest starting pitcher tonight on DraftKings. That'll tell you what our expectations are. Justin Smoke against Miguel Gonzalez, 3,700. Jose Altuve, 5,100. Louis Valbuena, home run or strikeout. Louis, $3,000 going against Josh Tomlin. Marcus Semien kills left-handed pitchers against Cole Hamels, 3,600. Bryce Hopper, nobody gets hotter than him at 5,300. And then the two Cardinals tonight against uh, the matchup against Chase Anderson, Marcel Azuna, and Tommy Pham, 4,3500. Those prices are too cheap on those two players. Tommy Pham's been on a roll. Chase Anderson's expensive, Tony. You see the price of that guy tonight? It's very, very high. One of the yeah. most expensive. We didn't talk about Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. From a betting standpoint, you know, the Dodgers are minus 165. It's almost a must play. It's not often you're going to get Clayton Kershaw anywhere near anything under minus 225, even on the road, uh, usually. Going up against Godley uh, tonight. Godly. Godly. I like Godly. Yeah, Godly and Kershaw. Uh, what, what's your take on this? What, what about Kershaw? You know he's going to be he's going to be the most owned, right? People are going to spend for him this evening. What, what's your take on this this matchup for him tonight against Arizona? You know what's crazy is uh, I think there's a chance that uh, Verland is a little cheaper that he will uh, go cheap. Now the one thing is uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, has two lifetime home runs against Clayton Kershaw, uh, but he's only hitting 227. And with those two home runs, uh, he also has got a few strikeouts there. So uh, uh, be careful. He has 17 strikeouts and 47 at-bats. Um, nobody on the team is hitting over 250 against Kershaw. In 125 plate appearances, they're hitting 205 collectively against him. I love him tonight. You mentioned 160. Uh, it's a great point there. I'm even willing to go the run line in this one because I like Godley as a pitcher. But I know the Dodgers will get up nine at bats in this game with Kershaw on there. I'm easily go the run line and uh, make a little profit there. Hey Tony, what's going down with uh, Matt Harvey tonight? Unbelievable! Uh, what is he? Seventy-eight hundred bucks against the Phillies. Uh, are people actually going to put this guy in his lineup? A lot of people think, hey, maybe he's over the injuries. I'm scared. That guy has uh, yeah. earned runs nope. written all over it. Nobody knows what to expect. Yeah. No, I don't think. So here's the problem. I don't know what to expect. I don't. Know, it wouldn't shock me if he pitched well. Yeah, I wouldn't shock me if he pitched six innings and gave up five two, runs, two runs, yeah. and actually pitched well. And it so, wouldn't shock me if he got banged up a bit. You know. I have Matt Harvey on a ton of fantasy teams, season-long fantasy teams, but. If you watched any of this Yankees game, the weather's terrible there. Uh, so there's a chance you could put him in and it doesn't go uh, the six, six innings or it doesn't. Uh, he comes out of the game because there's a long rain delay. So I don't think you can take the risk of using either pitcher, Lively or Matt Harvey. I still love your – I think your Jay Hat play is the value play of pitchers tonight. Great situation. $7,900. $7, you're against the White Sox. They strike out a lot. Huge favorite in the game, and you're getting him at a wicked price. That's I love that play. I think Zach Godley's yeah. a little overpriced, Tony. Mm-hmm. Nine thousand dollars. Nine thousand. Oh yeah, I like. I think Godley's a good pitcher, but there's no way in there's no way in hell I'm going to pay nine grand for him tonight. In that one, I'm no way I'm paying ten thousand one hundred for Chase Anderson. 
something like the new pitching algorithm in which they're pricing the pitchers. Yeah. It is a little curious how some of these arms are as expensive as they are. Like, like what? There's just no reason for Godly, especially with Kershaw being at twelve two. Like it doesn't add up, right? Like how can the other guy be as expensive when you know the, the matchup when you have the Dodgers who are so heavily favored? It's just a strange price with Godly at nine thousand. I think that they're just taking the pitchers based against the opponent and then ranking them based on one through you know fifteen. And you look at it tonight's a top heavy matchup. Uh, you look at Godley last year. I mean, he almost struck out ten per nine. He had an ERA of three point three seven. So I think people uh, are saying, hey, that's one of the top pitchers on the slate tonight. We got more to break down. We've got Major League Baseball. We got the NBA. The NBA is really tough to play. Stay tuned for more game time decisions. <laughs> Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back. Game Time Decisions with Cam Stewart. Gabe Morency, my name's Tony Cicada, and I'll tell you what. You want to talk about Cardano, and when we talk about hockey, how about Bill Belichick when you lose the Super Bowl? Everyone's got to go. Brandon Cooks has been traded to the Rams for a first-round pick as the Patriots continue to turn the team over. So that's no, it means you owe, no, no Odell Beckham. Uh, to the uh, no Odell Beckham to to the LA Rams, so the Rams basically replaced Sammy Watkins with Brandon Cooks, and Cooks is more consistent and reliable. I don't think the New England Patriots used Cooks properly; they just sent them straight down the field every and play. Brady couldn't get it to him. Yeah, a lot half of the, the time, time he couldn't right. get it to him. It was underthrown, picked, or I don't think up. I don't think Cooks played poorly for the Patriots. I don't think he was utilized properly. Yep. And, this is just another feather in the cap for the L.A. Rams right now, in my opinion, Tony. I mean, again, maybe a first-round pick's a little steep, but it's pretty clear that the Rams are going all in right now this year. Yeah, I don't have a problem. It's, a 20, it's not like it's the fifth pick in the draft, right? It's the 23rd yeah. pick. So, I mean, if you're going for it, go for it. Don't do things half-ass. And as far as the Patriots are concerned, you know, we've heard a lot of talk about Gronkowski recently. He's tired of Bill Belichick. He feels like he's a scapegoat, tired of the Patriots' way. We talked about it yesterday, Tony, about a lot of Patriot players still pissed off about the Malcolm Butler stuff, and now Malcolm Butler's gone as well. He rubbed Tom Brady the wrong way when he kicked his holistic freak doctor uh, out of the complex. It seems like Belichick yes. is cleaning house right now, and, it, you know, I don't know. I mean, Rob Gronkowski is injured a lot, Tony. I mean, it's to the point now where I'm starting to almost buy in that Gronkowski won't be a Patriot for much longer. 
they were saying that uh, in Super Bowls that uh, Gronkowski's actually paid, played in, uh, they have a losing record. So, uh, Rob, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. If I think if they could get a first-round pick, I don't know if they can get a first-round pick for him because of the injuries. And if he got a first-round pick for him, I think he's gone. Where do you think he'd go? Like, what teams? What like what teams Buffalo. do you think? <laughs> yeah, Buffalo. He's from the area. <laughs> yeah, but there's no from way the area would trade him, him in to the Buffalo. Division. Yeah, or anywhere in the division. You guys got a lot. Oh, you guys got a lot of picks. He let Danny Amendola go to Miami. Uh, no, you're right. I think that they up. would. If he could rip us off, and, and you're right. And, if the stupid enough to want to go for the public <laughs> relations aspect of it, you're right. <laughs> And who's going to throw him the ball? They might be laughing about that. AJ McCarron. Yeah, yeah, they're going to say we won't worry about it. AJ's going to be just fine, Tony. <laughs> now, you know, I think the Bills. I think the Bills are actually going to do something dramatic and draft one of the big name quarterbacks. I think they're going to trade up. They have enough picks. They have enough picks to do it. If they don't. They do it always now, screw up their picks, though. They, man. they don't do it now. When? All right. So uh, let's get into some NBA uh, talk right now, Tony. And as you stated, this NBA DFS stuff is uh, becoming frustrating at this uh, time of the year. But there are actually a couple of games tonight in which um, teams are going to be bringing their their full effort tonight. The Toronto Raptors, big game for them against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. Uh, let's start off though with Ben Simmons. Because, uh, you know, we talked about him briefly with uh, with Dave Malinsky, but, you know, the kid, you and I often talked earlier about how he, he sort of had that ceiling of 40 DraftKings points all the time. Well, he shattered that glass ceiling uh, right now. And without Embiid, he's really freaking killing it right now, Tony. $9,600 tonight almost feels like yep. a steal against the Brooklyn Nets. Love him in the lineup tonight. And not only is Embiid out, Saric is out. So there's another offensive weapon that he has the ability to go ahead and take over for tonight. So, yeah, I have a Ben Simmons in my lineup. And because of those two injuries, I have a lot of uh, Philadelphia 76ers. I think it also opens the door for Ersan Ilasova at 5600 bucks and yeah. Amir Johnson at 3800 bucks in the middle. So those two guys Here's are cheap. Awesome. You pair them with Ben Simmons. And I got three Philly guys in the lineup against a Brooklyn team soft on defense. Amir Johnson, Tony's digging deep. I haven't seen I haven't seen Amir much around. <laughs> Former Toronto Raptor, and then of course Boston Celtics still uh, lingering. All right, so uh, going through the basketball situation, played thirty. He played thirty-one minutes in the last game uh, without Embiid in the lineup. One team, hmm. uh, a team that's uh, not making the playoffs, and they're starting to give some minutes. Malik Monk's getting minutes right now. Tony, thirty-nine hundred dollars. Uh, Dorsey on the Atlanta Hawks, $3,800. Another guy that's getting like minutes uh, right now. I actually love your boy Deadman tonight, uh, but I just wanted to point out sort of a couple of value guys. Dorsey could be worth a look for you if you're looking for a guy at $3,800 at the guard position. Malik Monk starting to get some minutes right now. Got- can definitely give you six, seven times your production if uh, the kid gets his minutes tonight. I got one more for you that you guys talked about the game earlier. Yeah, for all you diehards that are going to be up late tonight watching Gabe on YouTube, uh, Daniel House is who you want. 3000 bucks, the minimum salary. Daniel House at Phoenix against Sacramento. He played 34 minutes in the last game. He put up 32 fantasy points against your Golden State Warriors. The game before that, he played 25 minutes, 19 fantasy points. He's the lowest salary possible. I think DraftKings forgot to move him up. 
I like it. Daniel House. House. The house man. Remember, who's that kid at the Where are we going? We're going to the house. Take it to the house. Yeah, you can stop in. Yeah. That guy could shoot three. What was song? Welcome to my house. All right. So I'll rattle off Ben Simmons, Malik Monk, Paul George, Marquise Chris, Deadman, Dorsey. Roll the dice with Jabari Parker tonight. Hopefully he gets some minutes at $4,400. And finally, in closing, LaMarcus Aldridge against the L.A. Clippers tonight. So Ben Simmons, Malik Monk, Paul George, Marquise Chris, Deadman, Dorsey, Parker, Aldridge. That's what I got, Tony. I'm surprised you missed this guy here because uh, you, you know the Lakers are ineffective de- defensively. I think Donovan Mitchell goes off tonight against them. 7600 bucks as Utah's one of these teams, you know, battling in that Western Conference. So I like him a lot tonight, and I very, really like Utah favorite. players. Utah? Surprised me That's that the spread's yeah. that high. What do you think of that, game, Tony? They've been putting up some points lately, Utah. I don't understand where the offense is coming from, right? There's a team known for, known for defense, but they – they put up 121 against Minnesota, 107 against Memphis, who plays really slow and not a bad defense. Boston, good defensively. They only put up 97. They put up 110 against Golden State. They've been scoring three out of four. Their lowest score is 107 points. It's hard to lay 11 points with the Utah Jazz in that situation. But you know what? The Lakers have been brutal, though. They haven't been the same team. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, they, 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 they look listless. Like, they look bad. So as If far you as made this- me bet on that game, I would bet Utah. So as far as this Raptor game, Raptors and Cavaliers, the uh, the Cavaliers have absolutely just dominated the Raptors. They own the Raptors. It's a big yes. game for the Raptor organization and their psyche yes. and one seed. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's been struggling for the last week and a half or so, but he plays. You know, it looks like he played well. Uh, Kyle Lowry is usually the go-to guy when they play the Cavs. He's eighty four hundred bucks tonight, guys. Yeah, Lowry could be worth a look tonight. The Raptors. You know, they're not even hiding it. They said, yes, this is an important game. Yes, we need to win this game. Yes, we need to win the one seed. They're not saying, oh, well, it's okay, and this and that. So the Raptors are, are bringing it tonight, but there's been some light movement. The Raptors were minus one about an hour and a half ago. Now the, the Cavaliers are two-point favorites in this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, real quick, let me get these uh, these injuries because there's a whole ton of them tonight. You ready? Terry Rozier and Shane Larkin are out. I love Jalen Brown with the Celtics with uh, with these guys out. With Rozier out and Irving out, Jalen Brown's only 5,400. He's going to go nuts. Half the Phoenix Suns are out tonight. That's why Sacramento's a two-and-a-half-point favorite now. Booker, Warren, Peyton, Alex Len all out tonight in that game. Um, the other game, Denzon Valentine's out. Trevor Reese is out. Uh, Kevin Love is in. Kyle Korver is a game-time decision. Alan Krabby is out for the Knicks. Michael Beasley's out. I like uh, I like O'Quinn in that game because of the, the Michael Beasley situation. Yeah, and Joe yeah. Harris is going to start for Alan Krabby. I like O'Quinn no, in this Kyle O'Quinn's 5100 bucks. He could be an absolute steal tonight. Yeah, I like, I like the O'Quinn yeah. situation there. So here, here's yeah. my lineup tonight. I got Mitchell 7600. Jalen Brown, 5,400. Ben Simmons, 9,600. Amir Johnson, 3,800. Kyle Quinn, 5,100. House, 3,000. Ilasova, 5,600. And Nikola Jokic, 9,800. So I got Simmons and Jokic there. I'm going down there. And on your Cleveland-Toronto, I'm betting a better team. I'm going with the Raptors. 
Nice, Tony. I like it. You haven't given up yet. Uh, everyone, it's a scary game. Okay. Gabe and I were talking. Like, if these guys lose to Cleveland tonight with their injuries, that's a bad, bad psyche because they haven't been playing good lately with their defense, too. It's concerning. They've lost four Nothing of the last could be worse games. than the last game. That it's last the, game they lost to yeah. them. That was frustrating. You can't get any but worse. It, it's pretty frustrating, though. The, the referees just let LeBron do whatever the hell he wants to do. But the Raptors need to accept this and understand it, that it's not really just against them, that LeBron's going to get the call against everybody. But what's frustrating is they've blown multiple, like, double-digit leads, Tony. You know, they're up on the Cavaliers, they end up yeah. losing a game. They're up on the Boston Celtics, they end up losing a game. The Raptors have had a great year so far, but Dave Malinsky was pretty dramatic earlier in the night when he stated – you know, they lose this game tonight, it's almost like everything that they accomplish in the first 70 games means nothing because of their psyche and their mentality going into the playoffs now. The craziest thing is they've let the Celtics back into the number one seed possibilities, and the Celtics playing with half their team. I know. That's why, like, <laughs> really, you, you know, you if, you if you're the Raptors, you're going to play, oh, we can't beat Cleveland, and we just choked away to one seed against Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. <laughs> Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, like yeah. the you're right. Like I can't sugarcoat this. But one freaking win changes everything. They're two games up. They oh, don't yeah. get this one seed. Like they win tonight, and suddenly the Raptors are back. Tony, it's one of those deals, you know. I'm getting two points with a team. I think that in the Eastern Conference, at least, is the best team one through eight in the league right now, and they just haven't won a big game. It's a game Tuesday night. Cleveland has Kevin Love that's playing banged up. You got Kyle Corver that's banged up. Uh, you also have um, Tristan Thompson that's banged up in this one. I think yeah. it's a perfect situation for, for the Raptors who have no expectations of winning this one to take this thing. And you talked about the steam movement. Raptors open up favorites. Three-point line movement. Minus one to Cleveland now is minus two. And the Raptors were minus one. This is a good news uh, if you're back in Toronto. I like the fact the line's going that way. So Kevin Love's going to play then, I guess, Tony, right? Because I'm wondering if the line went from yeah, Raptors he's playing. to one. Yeah, so yeah. Love is going to play. All right, yeah. So total is 223 and a half in this game. Over. I, I, don't, I find the totals are just tough now at this time of the year, you know? Uh, yeah, you know, the, the, I, you know what? Tough to predict. Yeah, yeah, I would go over too because of uh, I would go over based on the last game. But two twenty three and a half is a is a ton of uh, points there. So I, I'm taking Toronto in the other game in the NBA. I like I like Sacramento. You guys were talking about it there after I read the injuries. I mean, that's a whole the dumpster ball. Dumpster it's the whole. The Phoenix Suns have a whole new starting five tonight. I mean, you're, you're I don't even think they have nine it. players oh. dressed. Malinsky oh, yeah, I, I did. I bet. He said, he goes, I was talking to an odds maker. He goes, I don't even know why I'm setting odds for this. He goes, I open it like, pick them. He yeah. goes, yeah, open it a pick them. I don't know. And then I, people are betting it like crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so I bet, uh, I'll say what I bet. I bet a $25 parlay, uh, the Raptors uh, plus two in Sacramento money line, 25 to win 56. Give it to me. <laughs> it's a lot of jumbo shrimp. Yeah, it's, it's a good good parlay, buddy. Oh, yeah, hot. yeah. It depends on the quality of the shrimp, though, because you got to get cocktail sauce, too, so I need a little extra. I don't want to upset Mike Cardano because he writes our checks, so I'm just going to breeze through this hockey lineup for you, okay? You guys ready to rock? I think Miss My Own does. Oh, Miss My Own. Sorry, Miss My Own. That's a good, good call, Varadzi. 
Pierre-Luc Dubois of Columbus. If you haven't heard of this kid, well, you, you got to wake up because he's on fire. 14 DraftKings points, four and five. He's $6,100. Columbus in a nice matchup against Detroit. Nico Hischer for the New Jersey Devils tonight, $5,600. This guy's been getting done getting a lot of points. Gabe, you talked about Taylor Hall. This guy deserves to win an award for what he's done for New Jersey this year. He's so clutch. Game-winning goal, shorthanded against Montreal, 7900 bucks. He's a steal. Tony's favorite guy on the wing, Claude Girox. Giroux of the Philadelphia Flyers, game winner the other Giroux. night. Giroux! Giroux playing the Rangers, $7,100. Good situation. Sorry, they're playing the Islanders. I made That's my mistake. Philadelphia, New York Islanders, lots of gold tonight. Giroux, $7,100. Anthony Beauvillier, great French-Canadian kid for the Islanders. He's on fire, too. Lots of goals there, $7,000. Adam Pellich on the blue line, $3,300. Brady Sky is the most underrated player for the New York Rangers on defense. The guy actually scores goals. He's $3,600 a defenseman. He's on fire. My goaltender tonight, Martin Jones of the San Jose Sharks against the Dallas Stars, who are fading fast. And Morenci, this one's for you. Hardworking Montreal Canadian, Paul Byron at $3,700 is my utility. He's one of the best players on a bad Canadians team. That's my lineup yeah, tonight in the I, NHL. I, I got an incident I need to report to you guys in the NHL. Okay. That dude, the White Sox, the White Sox goalie that was, you know, the insurance guy. Oh, the Blackhawks guy? Paid. Yeah, he the Blackhawks guy. He never got paid. No. Really? Well, he played for free? Yeah. He played seven minutes. What did he play? 14 minutes? Had seven shots? Yeah, he played 14 minutes. Yeah. So he's getting a paycheck. Yeah. I don't care if you're the emergency goaltender. You're lining up to take a 100-mile-an-hour Dustin Buffalo and shot off your melon, and you're not getting paid? I don't care <laughs> if you've got a job at the insurance yeah, you figure, underwriters. You figure this would be a good uh, PR move. A good uh, workers' compensation lawsuit, Tony. <laughs> Call like one of those. Yes, yes. There. Like, seriously, like think about it. Yeah, I played for an NHL team and they never paid me. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what is wrong with the NHL? I mean, they always find a way to screw something up. There, yeah, Gary Bettman, get yeah, on that. We're a little tight on funds right now. You know, we don't really have the money. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Tony, me, you, Morenci, and a couple monkeys can run the organization. We can run the NHL better. It's a, it's a fact. The Blackhawks are a pretty cheap organization, though, Tony. They probably told them, listen, we'll give you two tickets for the next game. Yeah, Thanks so, for your service. Some pucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's very sad. So, I, I like, when, if that guy's so getting screwed, what do we have to look forward to in life? So what's what, what huh? was the guy's name? Scott Foster. Scott Foster, uh, forty was he thirty six years old? I think he's thirty six. Yeah, thirty six yeah. years old. Scott. Uh, yeah, he played yeah. at Western Michigan. He had a good. Uh, he played college hockey. All right, so here it is. Yes. Yep. The worst Chicago hockey season in a decade is a real good feel moment last week when thirty six year old accountant Scott Foster became an NHL legend and tied a record that can never be broken. Foster's not a proud owner with one thousand save percentage, a result of fourteen perfect minutes against the Winnipeg Jets. In a 6-2 victory. All right. It happens a couple of times a year when a team has to call up an emergency backup uh, goaltender. All right. Um, now, why is he not getting yeah, paid? Yeah, where's the, where's the money part here? Why? I don't it's understand. okay to foster would not be paid for his appearance. Every time he's designated as the emergency goalie, he gets to watch an NHL game for free. Who's <laughs> 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 free, free food? Oh my God! This is a, this, this story can't be true. Wow! <laughs> Chicago's got the best food in the league. They say they should be paid for. <laughs> <laughs> no.
Oh You're listening God. to Game Time Decision. You're getting pork. Stay tuned. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome products. Welcome back to Game Time Decisions, home of Reserve Goalie Union. My name is Union Representative Tony Sincata. We have Cam Stewart, who represents the Union, and of course, Gabe Morency. Gabe, what do we got to do to get this dude paid? Well, get this. So, I actually was just sort of kidding when I said, yeah, the NHL, I can see Batman telling him, listen, our te- television <laughs> ratings are a little down, Scott. Uh, you know, we'll hook you up with some Stanley Cup playoff tickets or something like that. Um, no, like I was just sort of, you know, joking around. But get this. He played 14 minutes of an NHL hockey game. All right. He's the emergency goalie when they need an emergency goalie. So it's not the first time he's gone to the rink type of thing. So, like, you know, when they have two goalies, they need a third guy, yeah. et cetera. It just happened that two guys got hurt. So basically – he gets to me even that. If you're an emergency goalie, they should give you like five hundred dollar retainer for showing Minimum. up every exactly. Night. You, you could you could play in the as game. opposed to oh, you get to sit in a press box and eat hot dogs. Yeah. But get this, the NHL <laughs> players union, the NHL players union, these cheap son of a bitches, they claim that he's not an NHL player. His fourteen minutes was considered an NHL tryout. Tryout. He's you not don't, trying out. He's you don't get a tryout in a regular season game against the Winnipeg Jets, dude. This really is like no joke. Like any one of these lawyer one eight 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 call me, I want to sue your boss type deals. Like this guy's got a freaking case, man. He's uh, this is uh, this is uh, this is the thing. I mean. What the hell? We got unions in this country because of work situations like this. I mean, what would happen if Jimmy Hoffa was still here? I can't believe they're saying it proud, too. Chicago's got the best food. Like, like they're saying it like he's doing them a favor. It's a joke. Have a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, a, have a hot dog and brownie, Scotty. Good work. I, I want to know, did they let me, did, you know, I bet you this. Did he get to keep the jersey? Or they say, no, sorry. The I, bet jersey, it, I bet he gave it back. The jersey's part of Blackhawk uh, property. Like they get I'm keep pretty sure. If you only played 14 minutes... There's Did probably no name on the back. All right? There's no name on the back, and I'm pretty sure he probably had, like, number zero. It's it's a no-frills jersey. Did he have to buy it like that? Yeah. Did he have to buy, like, his own pads and a jersey at the gift shop and stuff? Oh, you know what's crazy about that? The NFL cheerleaders have to buy their own uniforms, so maybe he did. The NFL che- yeah, I know. Cause Are the you NFL, kidding me? The NFL respects women's, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah NFL cheerleaders have to buy their own work? uniforms. How much does a cheerleader make a game? Depends, very by team, but by some teams what, as low as seventy-five dollars. Seventy-five bucks. No, yeah, they uh, guess what happened? The New Orleans Saints have a big problem. They uh, 
one of the things they do is they make the cheerleaders go in the crowd before the game and sell 20 calendars. They get none of the money for that, but that's part of the job requirements that they fill out. And the cheerleaders are like uh, 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 suing because they've been getting groped and they've been getting touched by going into the crowd with no security and trying to sell their 20 calendars. You imagine they one, hawk their own calendars. Imagine the one-liners they yes. hear talking for people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't hey, believe. Hey, I was reading hey. about this stuff. Drew, you know, next time we do an NFL, it's like the, it's like the car yeah, model. Next... It's like the car model in The Simpsons. <laughs> do you come with the car? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they have to buy their own uniforms. They, the yeah, the Saints cheerleaders had to sell their own calendars, and um, they weren't compensated for that. And Dude, the, the Raiders sued the league. The Buffalo Bill cheerleaders. Now listen, they weren't the hottest chicks in the world, yeah, but I, nevertheless, I think the Jills are all right. The Buffalo Jill cheerleaders complained about being paid like fifty bucks a game and same stuff yeah. like the work environment, like eight practices a week, and uh, they complained. You know what they did? They fired them all. They never brought back the cheerleaders. Like, well, that, that's uh, actually. They have billions of dollars. They can't afford to pay these chicks $300 a freaking day. Here's 500 bucks for three hours. And then don't make them do all this other type of stuff. All these cheerleaders should just walk out and quit. And uh, how about Here this? Uh, from the- this here's another one. You're going to like this. The L.A. Rams, actually, are going to be the first NFL team ever with male dance oh, cheerleaders. No. Yeah. 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 That's a good job excited. for a guy, man. Oh, yeah, excited. yeah. Think about it. If you, can't get to, if you can't get close to a vagina, that's the way to do it. I mean, you can be the guy underneath the pyramid, and you get that down. Uh, the advocates no, no, that want to no, report no, no, on no, this. No, no, no. Thing, and I agree. I agree. We talk like when people always say like the, the, the figure skaters are gay and stuff. I'm like, you guys are nuts. They, these guys get to have crotches yeah. in their face and like, they, you know, they know what they're doing. Yeah. The mixed double stuff. But no, because I was going to say that they already have that in Baltimore. Like in Baltimore, there's a couple of dudes sort of yelling to a bullhorn and, you know, and yeah. they're there. No, 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 no. You don't understand. The Rams will have male dancers. Like they're not oh. doing not college. They're not flipping chicks over their head and rah rah. No, no, no. they're going to be yeah. like a dance male like guys. A dance pack. Of a men. dance pack of men. Jesus. Yeah, that's troubling. That's, that's not. That's not exciting me. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens have weigh-ins for their cheerleaders, and the Cincinnati Bengals have. Uh, they give the uh, cheerleaders their ideal weight, and they must be within three pounds of that weight all season long. Yeah, I would tell them, win a playoff game, and then I'll yeah, make yeah, weight. Then, yeah, then I'll lay off the cupcakes. Yeah, the, the Bengals, like, that's the Bengals, Tony. They haven't won a playoff <laughs> game in 20 years, yet they're picking on a hot cheerleader's weight. Yeah, that's the kind of craziest thing, right? When you look at some of these uh, NFL players, at least uh, – Marvin Lewis is, you know, in decent shape, and uh, it won't be a problem there. And there's also um, there's a team a team handbook. Uh, one of the teams has a handbook where they tell them how to properly put in a tampon. That's that's not effective. I mean, I don't. So that's the cheerleaders. Now let's get into the yes. fact that questions that the kids get asked at the combine. Are yeah. you gay? Do you yeah. like men? Is your mama hooker? Is your mama hooker? Do you want to have sex with your mom? Yeah. 
What kind of corporation yeah. are they, dude? Uh, it, it, it's kind of a crazy. Yeah, because we like it's kind of a crazy play fantasy football. So they're allowed to ask if you're. And you know what's crazy too? Tim Anderson brought this up before. Like we said, like there's nothing that Goodell or the NFL could do to make people stop watching. And Tim Anderson said, if Roger Goodell punched me in the face, I'd still watch NFL football. And it really is true, isn't it? Like, what would it take? Like, what would it take for you, Tony? Like, if Blake Bortles ran you over in the parking lot, you'd probably still, like, bet on them the next week. <laughs> That's probably true. It's probably true. The Carolina Panthers do not allow the cheerleaders to remove their uniforms until they get to their car. Uh, anytime on the premises, they well, must be in uniform. No, that can't be true. No, that's so what, they make them walk, walk out around, around a parking lot, lot like that after a bunch the of game? Yes. Drunk and ice foaming from yes. the mouth? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what is going on here? Jerry Richardson. They are required to leave the stadium before changing into their personal attire. That's insanity. Yeah, that's nuts. That's like begging for them to get raped in the parking lot. It's insane. Like, that's not, that's like a lawsuit waiting. Yeah, like, sure it is. Like I said, like the NFL is like the, the, the craziest run multi-billion dollar organization in the world, man. Like they're insane. Like yeah, cheerleaders must pay h- hundreds of dollars for their uniforms, sell raffle tickets and calendars, and appear at charity events, golf tournaments, and receive no extra money for these uh, appearance fees. No extra money to golf tournaments? No. Do you see what these guys do? They go to the woods and like, Bang chicks and that like this. This is a nightmare. I feel sorry for these women now. They, they you said it, Marenzi. Five five hundred bucks or walk. NFL. Me too. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, the San Francisco 49ers do not allow cheerleaders to f- follow any NFL players on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat. Hmm. They should be more concerned uh, with their football team than who their cheerleaders are following on Twitter. Uh, that's uh, that that's a, a very interesting thing. Uh, what did you think about the uh, uh, the Twitter situation involving the Villanova uh, uh, Italian? Bunch of crap. Well, I discussed it earlier, Tony, and you know, listen, it's never a smart thing for for to use. In my opinion, I'm not a fan of the word. I don't use yeah. the word. Yeah, I don't. I don't chill with racist people, but you got to put things in context and pick your spots. He's a 13 year old kid who thinks he's black. He plays basketball. He talks like you know what I mean. That's the world that the kid was in. He didn't use the N word in a racist. Oh, I hate these people. I hate that. He said, "I'm balling they like were lyrics, this. right? I'm balling like a brother. I'm balling like D Rose. I'm the man. Uh, you know, like yeah. you know." To me, man, it's it's pretty crazy that they're just trying to, like, nail this kid. Because now it's sort of going to, you know, everyone's going, oh, there's the kid. Oh, is that the racist kid? Right after the game of his life, yeah. too, you bring him down? He's Come not on. racist. It has to be used in context, Tony, right? Like, and, you know, same thing. Like, last week, and I normally jump on things like this and bitch, oh, this guy's racist or whatever. But last week, the Virginia Tech lacrosse women's team um, were on a video using the N-word. And it was sort of sliced, and it was just sort of a two, three-second video of them using the N-word. When, in fact, they were celebrating a win to, like, a Chris Brown song. And they were cranking the song on the bus, and, you know, there's, like, 10 N-bombs in the freaking song. 
So some, oh my God, look at these girls, they're racist. They're like a white supremacist lacrosse team. Yeah, no, they're a bunch of chicks shaking her ass to a Chris Brown song, singing along to the lyrics. They weren't racist. It just is what it is, Tony, you know? Yeah, yeah, it is. And I believe the, the same thing with the Villanova player. I believe those uh, N-words were actually part of lyrics to a song. Yeah, they yeah. were. Meek Mill. Uh, Who's from Meek Philadelphia? Yeah. Who's from Philadelphia? Yeah. So, so, that's, so it's sort of like a kid from New York that would quote Jay-Z or something, right? But listen, that's more of a social debate, but it is what it is. You can't hate on people for, and I don't like the word, but you can't hate on people for using a word that's in a song. Like I said, if Chris Brown's selling the music to white people, he would do this, you know, they, they're not supposed to sing the lyrics. I don't know. It's like, it's a dumb debate. You know, to me, though, the Dante DiCenzo, the kid played great. He's not a racist kid. The kid's quoting rap songs. He's a 13 year old kid, man. Like, it's ridiculous, this story. Yeah, that's why I just go around quoting uh, "Milf Money" by uh, my girl Fergie. You know, you got that, you got that, you got that milk money. I got that, I got that milf money. That's what I do. I thought, yeah, I thought milf money sounds like uh, Lisa Ann more than Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that milf money for real. <laughs> yeah, she does. She, uh, yeah, she got. It. She prints it, I think. <laughs> prints it. <laughs> Game time decisions right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We gave you our baseball lives. I got a late baseball night for only the last four games uh, on the agenda tonight that I will uh, gladly give to you guys. And stay up late, you know. And one of the things you can do, you go over to YouTube and you can find Gabe Morency and you can sit there and watch the games with him. And it's always uh, an interesting chat room. Some of these guys need pills. They don't have them. And it goes uh, throughout the night. Clayton Kershaw, $12,200. Uh, Garrett Richards, $6,500. Robinson Cherrynos, $3,000. Uh, Bellinger, 4100 bucks against Godley. Ryan McMahon, he's playing in the lineup tonight. He's eligible at second base, 3000 Adrian Beltre, 3400 Marcus Semien, 3600 Charlie Blackman, who has uh, home runs in three consecutive games, 5100 Mike Trout, 5200 and Joey Gallo, thirty-eight hundred. I like where you're going with that, Tony. I got I got an early golf lineup for you guys too, and then I'm going to get to the picks. But we'll have more uh, Masters coverage. Gabe's buddy's going to come on the show tomorrow. This guy hit a winner, U.S. Open. Brooks Kepka. He knows how to hit winners. Rory McIlroy, ninety-nine hundred bucks. Bubba Watson, eighty-seven hundred dollars. Love both of them. Paul Casey, Gabe's guy, eighty-eight hundred dollars. Patrick Reed, seventy-seven. Ian Poulter, seventy-six. And Rafa Cabrera-Beo, disappointed last week, but I like him at $7,300 on DraftKings. Let's get to the hockey board tonight. My big, big, ugly dog. Oh! <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks against Vegas tonight. You heard it here. The Vancouver Canucks, plus 135. Columbus Blue Jackets in regulation. The Arizona Coyotes, plus 110. And San Jose to get it done against Dallas. In baseball, I like the Jays, the Dodgers, the San Diego Padres, and Gabe, my big, ugly dog in baseball. I must be crazy. The Cincinnati Reds, plus 160 against the Cubs. I'm doing it. And in the NBA, I'm on the Toronto Raptors like you are. And I'm going to take Tony's pick in the Maggot Bowl, Dumpster Bin, Sacramento, <laughs> money line. What are you betting on today, yeah, Tony? Yeah, baby. Huh? Yeah, 
I went the Raptors and I went Sacramento in uh, baseball. I made two bets. I made uh, minus one and a half. I bet the Astros and I bet the uh, Nationals minus one and a half. The Nationals are scoring a ton of runs and they're going against uh, not quality pitching tonight. So I'm willing to give. All right, I'm looking at the Toronto Raptors tonight either, and this is boomer bust tonight. I don't know if I can handle another one of my teams losing after watching Michigan implode uh, last night. This is a big game uh, for the Toronto Raptors. We're getting two points. We'll go with the Toronto Raptors. Golden State Warriors are in Oklahoma City tonight, and I'm not really a big fan of this Oklahoma City team. Seems like the more talent Westbrook has around them, the worse they play. Uh, they're they're underachieving, frustrating team, but Oklahoma City destroyed them earlier this year. Uh, got destroyed by Golden State earlier this year. It was their worst loss, uh, like, ever type mm-hmm. of deal. Like, they were absolutely mauled and humiliated. I think they bounced back here. Golden State aren't really playing for anything. Oklahoma City are in a must-win situation. I'm going to roll the dice with the L.A. Lakers getting 11 points uh, tonight. I don't trust uh, Utah Lake double digits. I just think it's a little bit too high, although I am going to go I'm um, Captain Chalk tonight, Major League Baseball. Give me Hap and the Toronto Blue Jays, minus 200. Uh, Dodgers, minus 165 with yep. Kershaw on the hill. Cole Hamels and the Texas Rangers, upset special tonight, plus 125 against Grayman and the Athletics. Colorado Rockies, pick them, uh, minus 110 against San Diego and NHL hockey. I like the Winnipeg Jets, minus a buck 40 against the Montreal Canadiens. And give me the uh, Las Vegas Knights. And the uh, Vancouver Canucks under six. That's been, that's been working for you. These Vegas games that you've been taking the under, they've been actually going yep. under. They're just waiting for the playoffs. They don't want to screw around because it's been a magical year. You know what? I'm uh, getting a little bit of a cold right now. You I just are. have to fight off uh, sneezing a little bit, Tony. And you know why? It's because I made out with a chick uh, over the weekend in uh, Montreal. And this hey. is just a lesson. It's better to have sex with hookers. Uh, no, no kissing. <laughs> It's right. So you, you think, never, you yeah, never get a call. that's true. You people with hookers, that's you never true. get a call. You make out with a chick. Oh, oh and like yeah. next thing you know, I'm sick. <laughs> you know what? I I like to prove I'm crazy every once in a while, and I'm more of a man than you. And I like to go down on one. <laughs> <laughs> Checks or hookers? We can't top that. <laughs> so it's time to go. This was Game Time Decisions right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern. Let the winners be yours, I think he said. Something like that. We're out of here. May! 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 But it's only March. I don't know.